0: AG Spartan Fan 35. Oh, and one more note before we get started. I'd like to apologize to
1: anyone I've not offended yet. Please be patient. I'll get to you shortly. Welcome into the first TFS pod of 2023. Uh, we made it. Uh, crazy as 2023 already. Uh, episode 105. Uh, the 42 game. Or what? Is it 41 games done or 42 games done? Whatever, there's one left. We got one college football game left and we'll crown a champ. Um, college basketball conference play is starting up. Um, NFL, one week left. Um, then it's the playoffs, some playoff uh, spots on the line next week. Um, yeah, lots of stuff to dive into. Um, I'm going to jump right into the podium. Uh, thoughts and prayers with um, DeMar Hamlin um, of the Buffalo Bills and his family. Uh, just a a tragic um, just awful awful thing um, happened in that game Um, just just shows anything can happen Um, life is so precious Um, poor guys mom was at the game Um, just made a tackle and stood up and fell down and he's fighting for his life Uh, so prayers out to him um, and his family his teammates Um, i just want to talk about the support um just shown from you know people um just just in general the teams playing the bills praying after with um, with the Bengals, um bills doing it on their own you know the the espn coverage um during that was insanely good lisa salters the sideline reporter was really good um then the studio can't remember the who's the lady um that was in there, I can't remember. She did a really good job. And then Booger McFarlane and Adam Sheffer also did a really good job. Oh, Susie Kolber. Susie Kolber, yep. And then um, Buck and Aikman also did a nice job with it. Um, and then going over to ESPN Sports Center after SVP, um, all class, him and Ryan Clark, uh, phenomenal job. Um, and then Dan Orlovsky saw a really good video of him earlier. It's just been an outpouring of support for him, which is really good to see because um, that's the last thing you want to see um, in anything uh, especially in a sport um, where you think nothing can ha- like that can happen um, and it can, it's crazy um, yeah, just, just wild stuff um, so prayers out to him uh, hopefully he, he makes a recovery it sounds like he's doing a, at least maybe a little bit better um, he's, he's got his vitals back to normal as of last
0: night, which was good Still um, intubated, he's. But according to his uncle, like about an hour ago, he's. There's a little bit less mixture of oxygen being pumped into him. Still in good. ICU, still unconscious. Yeah. Just,
1: yeah, just really tough. Um,
0: one of those. I freak. had a podium. I had a podium in mind, but I'm going to push it to the college football section. But so I'll continue on. This is just one of those things, you know, in 49 years. You just don't, in my life, I, you just don't see things like that. Now, a couple of things recently come to mind in Cincinnati. Tua this year, you know, because he played with a concussion when he shouldn't have, and that was scary. Ryan Shazier a couple of years ago in Cincinnati um, paralyzed on the field and, and I think just now can maybe maybe walk again. I don't, I don't even know if he can, but, he can. like, came back from, like, Paralyzed, Like, not moving at all. You know, and you wait. Like, they were talking about in that coverage last night for the thumbs up, and it just never came. Um, and, you know, I am definitely one that gives ESPN a lot of you-know-what because I really don't like ESPN. I think they're way too liberal and they're way too political for a sports um, network, but I they
1: thought nice last night
0: one. they did yeah. a great job. I mean, Ryan, rattle it off. Susie Kolber, those guys had a hard job. Adam Schefter and Booger and Susie. Like, what are you talking about? Why? I mean, yes, on people's minds is there's major playoff implications with this game. That's, of course, that's not even secondary. It's not even in the top hundred of things to be concerned about right now, but it's true. Um, but everybody from Lisa Salter to Troy and, you know, Joe, to, the studios, the SVP was fantastic, you know, and really careful to make sure that he and ESPN were reporting nothing but facts um, instead of speculating. Because, you know, that's what social media is for. People speculate all the time. And, you know, I'll speculate. There's I, I, really, I really, really pray that this isn't true, but I have a sinking feeling. Yes, I've, I've seen some things and I've heard some things about it might have been one of those things. I, there's a name for it. My buddy Dauber sent it to me. I, I don't have it handy, but... Like basically, when you take a hard hit to the heart, people would die in car accidents because of it, or whatever. Sometimes younger kids die in in, in baseball or softball. If they take a like a line drive off the chest, like that can happen. It was it was a hard hit. I've seen harder hits to the chest for really? sure. So uh, why do I have a sinking and sick feeling that this has to do with an unstudied vaccination that healthy people were forced to get to work? Very few NFL players stood up and said no. I don't know if, if Hamlin was one who was vaxxed or not. You know, I don't want to speculate that that's why, but so many young athletes are dying these days. Uh, uh, the brother, a healthy linebacker brother, college football player brother of a Buffalo Bill died this year suddenly of a heart attack. Like, there are unprecedented amount of heart issues in these young people. And, and Hamlin, 24 years old, never had any problems like this before. I mean, it's time to get a, to get real and look at this as a potential cause. I I know what it's done to to Rachel, um, not in the heart standpoint, but in plenty of other ways. I want to know. We deserve answers. Um, you know, maybe the simple answer and the easy answer is that it was it was the that hard hit to the chest that just skipped his his heart out of rhythm. But that's scary. Like I was sitting there a couple summers ago when Ryan was playing in summer league, and I watched a, a guy wobble about the same age, probably 24, 25 years old while guarding Ryan and he kind of wobbled and he didn't look right. And the next time down the court, he takes two steps and just drops. And he died on the court. They they saved him with an AED, um, you know, thanks to the young man at Fenville. Ryan, What his name escapes me. Um, Um, Wes Leonard. Wes Leonard. uh, You know, Fenville's a high school here in West Michigan. died suddenly after winning a district game, kind of in the celebration, you know, sudden cardiac arrest. Um, you know, so defibrillators are everywhere in sports venues in Michigan because of his family. And, you know, fortunately, obviously they had an ambulance and stuff yesterday, but I mean, they had to perform CPR and they had to shock him back to life. Like he died for a short period of time. His heart stopped for field. a period of time on that field. Um, just, uh, it's unprecedented. The only thing I can think of in my lifetime that's similar was when Hank gathers, shot a free-throw and dropped and had a massive heart attack or actually you know it happened at Rockford high school at Michigan State um, in summer league this is before Ryan was in high school but um, playing a Saginaw in a game and in, in a young he' was a freshman I think I can't remember his first Dorian name. But Dawkins. Do- Doran Dawkins dropped like made a made some you know made a joke or something people thought he was kidding clutched his heart on the free throw and dropped they saved him like four times but he ultimately ended up dying is like you know, uh, it, it's 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 scary. And, Ryan, you called out, and I don't know if we we're going to tee this up yeah, or that's not, the but tee up. the social media thing yeah. or the Skip Bayless or yeah, all that. that the Skip so, Bayless. I mean, just, hey, thoughts and prayers out to him. Like, I get it. The NFL has got to do something because that game has implications, right? Like, if you do it a no contest, it has implications. It has implications for the Bengals. It has implications for the Ravens. It has implications for the Chiefs. And it has implications for the Bills. So... I get it. There's more important things to do. I, I, I kind of thought maybe they would try to get the game in today, but clearly the Bills went home yesterday. I don't see this game being played. I, I, I don't know how you solve this out. I yeah. I don't know. It's the least of the NFL's concerns. They did the right thing. They should have called it right away. Like Originally to say five minutes, guys, warm up, let's go. No. Some kudos some, to the coaches for some guy in for from cool the Red NFL TV.
1: came out and said was they had no they didn't want him to play. But I don't. I mean, I don't know. mean, I It seemed like
0: there himself. was a lot of time in between. And again, I get it. Like you put the the personal aspect aside, I get it. It's a business and it's a game and it's an important game. But in the scheme of things, it is not important. Um. No. you know. So kudos to the NFL for getting it right fairly quickly, and for ESPN with with really good coverage and. You know, continued thoughts there. So, Ryan, we'll go into the... Well, and
1: shout out to everyone. Uh, people have
0: donated his, his charity. Oh, yeah, his charity. million million. Right, and growing. Awesome. You know, yeah. Bravo. Yeah, it shows that there, as much as I dig on humanity, because there's a lot of bullshit in humanity, there are good people out there. It's just too bad that it takes tragedies like this to pull people together. Like, why can't we be that all the time? Um, is what my thought and my message would be, but... yeah.
1: Crazy, um, yeah. Which leads us into our tee up. Same topic. Um, Skip Bayless, uh, he's a d bag anyway. No one likes him. He's all about clicks and views. Um, he tweeted something after last. like, yeah, unfortunate, but like this game, like we need to play this game right now. Like this is ma- like has major implications. Like you need to let it go and play.
0: Dude, shut up! Oh, Did he ever take a snap? I mean, like, I never played he's, he's football, but I played sports enough he's to an know, an like, if something like that happened with my teammates, and they sat there and they watched it, like, they he's saw an it, and yeah, they per- they done. they created a human shield to protect the cameras from being able to see what was going on. Um, you saw the emotion in their faces. So, like, Skip, if this is for your TV show, get the f- off the air. Like, go away. He's a loser, you're a piece of shit anyway. But like, to even have that thought in that moment. Like, no. Go away. Go away. I I hope nobody listens to that garbage show that he has anyway. I liken him to a bigger D-bag, hot air bag than Jim Rome, who I think is still in the air, but nobody ever talks about anymore because his shtick is just so tired. So, like, get out of here, Skip. And then anybody, Ryan, you mentioned tonight, two people making death threats to T. Higgins for the hit. Like, first of all, he was the receiver being tackled. He turned and he lowered a shoulder, yes, to, to like kind of make a football move, of course, but like anybody thinks that can happen? The, the only time a player has now this player died died on the field was a Detroit Lions receiver in 19 let's see I've got it here in my um has it queued up. It, it was 1971, October 24th, the Lions were playing the Bears. Chuck Hughes collapsed, died of a heart attack, um, you know, then I'm sure they didn't. He died instantly. Only player to die in a game. Um, and, you know, in this case, I don't know how long Hamlin, you know, his heart had stopped and quote-unquote was dead, but um, scary. And for people to to make death threats and these type of, I mean, I, I don't put it past people because that's what social media brings out in people is the ability to say stuff and do stuff and, and not be a man. And just it's it's gross. It's sick. It's where we are as a society, sadly.
1: Yeah, it's very unfortunate. So, screw you, Skip Bayless. Um, hope you get what's coming to yeah, you. That's some some bull crap. Um, yeah, moving on. Uh, four downs. A lot to discuss. Uh, college basketball is, like I said, it's going going real hard. Uh, bowl games. Oh man, there were a lot of good ones. Yeah, for as many
0: bad, the fact that there's so many worthless 6-6 six and six games, the games in the last week, like the games you would expect to be good. Where did we do our pod we'll, last week? Did we do it Tuesday? We or did it the, uh, oh, yeah, we'll Tuesday get. afternoon, I think it was, the 27th.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, so since then, um, so was that, the 27th? Yep. So since then, we had the, uh, the East Carolina Coastal game blowout. Memphis blowout. We were watching the Buffalo game, that was close. Wisconsin game close against Oklahoma State. It was I, Oklahoma State kind of came back at the end, but Wisconsin Big Ten dubbed good for them. Um, Oregon North Carolina phenomenal game. Oh,
0: fantastic! Uh, game. I, I Holiday mean, Bowl is, is like a classic. That's always under, a good. That's game. an underrated, always classically is. good bowl game. It's always a good one. Great um, comeback for Oregon. Another tough loss for North Carolina. That field was garbage by the end of the yeah. game. Yeah, kicker almost almost lost with a kicker. Shocker. Um, doinks it off the upright, but it goes in. Yeah, let's leave kickers the in extra twenty twenty two. I think that's a yeah. Good no point kidding. Lots that's lots of issues down the down the board. But yeah, that was a fantastic game for sure. Duke
1: with the with the turnaround. It went nine and four this year. That's a not a good football program. Good for them. Beat UCF.
0: Mom's friend's son, the quarterback, Ryan yeah. Leonard.
1: Yeah, he's really good. Nice. Um, and then we had the. We'll do the, get to the Liberty Bowl last. Texas Tech smoked Ole Miss. Ole Miss faltered down the so I think they were 8 0 or 7 0 or whatever. And they just. Yeah, 7 1. Yeah. Texas Tech's on the rise. I, I'll i tell you that. I think they have a, a bright future. Um, Kansas Arkansas. That might have been one of the craziest games I've ever seen.
0: Unbelievable. Kansas, I mean, Arkansas is going down to just put like the extra 10th nail in the coffin. They fumble. Scoop six. I had turned it off. Ryan like texted me and was like, You gotta see this. And then they got the inside onside kick, which Arkansas was clearly not prepared for. And they oh, I mean, that was just back and forth and back and forth. I mean, what a phenomenal game. But again, look, two power five programs. No no offense to the non power fives, but like and okay, they were both six and six, but they both started hot. I think Arkansas started like five and one and Kansas started six and oh. Um you know, so that yeah, that was a great, great game, a fun game to watch. It was really fun. I um, remarked too last week was the week of bowl games Michigan State had once played in the Liberty, the Independence, the Hawaii, now the Aloha, um, the Sun. Then it was the John Hancock Bowl. Now it's the Tony the Tiger Sun. Um, it was kind of fun to to see all those old games Michigan State had played in. The, the now Gasp now not Gasparilla, the rely quest which used to be the outback yep. the cheese it citrus bowl the one that Wisconsin played in the oh. holiday bowl yep. um, you know like a lot of game Gator Bowl, a lot of games Michigan states played in yeah but, crazy um, uh, one thing that I was going to talk in my podium about and we can talk more about games clearly but um, the officiating is a problem <laughs> um, and no I'm not saying this to defend the whiners from AA um, who are blaming their loss on officials. No. Well, because you,
1: I heard one today. They said the field conditions were
0: bad. Right. Only for you, though, right, Michigan? Only for you. And the refs were only, you know, made some questionable calls your way. Here's the thing. Losses are remembered for a play or two, but all 60 freaking minutes matter. So stop whining about it. If you make, if you, okay, so they overturned the touchdown early. If you don't fumble on the next one, you score a touchdown. How about you don't throw two pick sixes with raccoon hair, head, JJ frat boy, punch me in the face, dad groping his, dad girlfriend. groping his girlfriend's <laughs> butt on national TV, McCarthy? Like, stop, okay? Stop with the complaining and the whining. But oh, but here's the thing with Michigan, you know what? They've won the most games in the history, and according to them, they're undefeated because they've never lost a game, or they've never been beaten. They've only had games stolen from them, or they've only been robbed of games. Cry me a river. I rooted as hard for TCU in that game as I would for Michigan State in a game. That's how much I can't stand Michigan and their behavior. And they went into that game thinking, we got this in the bag. We're either going to scream Ohio State for the third time in a row in the championship game, or we're going to get payback against Georgia. Uh Uh-uh. No, no. And by the way, your coach is probably out the door. Good freaking riddance, you weird-ass jackass. Um, But I, I, I just... Like, I get it. You know, there were some bad calls. The Ohio State game, um, the targeting that they waved off by Georgia. I'm sorry, but that was targeting. Like, it happened in the in the um, Tulane-USC game, too. Captain's going nuts upstairs. It happened in the USC-Tulane game, too, where they waved it off because it wasn't in that new small square of the crown of the helmet. Man, those were some vicious hits. Now, Tulane ended up winning anyway, but Ohio State it cost them. They had to settle for a field goal. Got a chance to win it at the end, but they didn't. So, um, just can we just stop complaining about officials already? We do it too, but like, officials are not the reasons why you lose games. Yes, they're the things that stand out. Yes, it's an epidemic. It's bad, but that is not why you lost Michigan. You got beaten by a better and more physical team that smashed you in the mouth while you looked at them and thought, "Ha, Big Twelve team." We're I mean, they talk so much you.
1: crap. They talk yep. so much crap going. Un-
0: unbelievable, unbelievable. Oh. So, how about here's a good fun stat for you? Iowa had as many defensive touchdowns this year as pass touchdowns. That's ridiculous. gross, atrocious. They won twenty-one nothing with two defensive scores in that game, yeah, and like four sick. total first downs or some ridiculous. I don't, it wasn't it that wasn't that, but disgusting. it was it was awful. How about this one? Bama eleven wins for twelve straight years. Unbelievable. They haven't had three losses since twenty ten. That is ridiculous to me. Absolutely insane. Um, You know, other games like the USC Tulane. I said to Ryan when we were watching it yesterday that it felt like the Cotton Bowl where Michigan State came back against Baylor, especially once they got that safety. And sure enough, cost me my parlay, but boom, it happens. Um, USC just snake bit. Couldn't get a stop when they needed a stop in Tulane. Everybody... So, something that got pointed out: everybody in their team wears the play, you know, like the wristband thing on their belt, and they have a simplified offense. They don't huddle, and they had the biggest turnaround in college football history, from two and ten to twelve and two. Pretty impressive. I love their colors too.
1: Yeah, that those was colors are awesome. sick. I mean, what a awesome, great, great,
0: great, great come back in that game. That was Penn State gets a big win, but can we stop yoking on Sean Clifford? Yes, he was finally, good, but of course he broke every record. Done. He played for six years. He's finally like asterisk, 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 asterisk. He doesn't own all the passing in, in school records at Penn State. He played two extra years. It doesn't count, people. It doesn't count. Yeah, you finally done. We God. talked about Ohio State, Georgia. That was an epic game. That was an game. awesome game. Um, wow. You know, I was kind of hoping for Ohio State to win just to, you know, Pissing Michigan's Cheerios even more, but um, I picked Georgia. I picked TCU, so I'm happy with that from that standpoint. Um, Stetson Bennett, just a gamer, came back. Georgia is so loaded with talent. Um, they did not have their A game, and, and they came back and won. Feel for that kid from Ohio State. Dream to come back and kick there. Had transferred from North Carolina. Had been pretty money all season and just, yeah, that was a you shake. know, just like me on the first tee of the playoff in golf, you know, just duck hook. Um, just too bad. It was like simultaneous. I have that on my phone while we're watching the ball drop. It was kind of a crazy way to end of the day and, and end of the year and go into the new year. Yeah, trying to think of what right other. Kickers. Purdue. C. J. Oh Stroud, my gosh. C.J. Stroud out. I'll give him that. Oh, the- C.J. Stroud. Awesome. Totally. C.J. Stroud and, and Bryce C.J. Stroud and
1: Bryce Young to confirm top their quarterback one and two in this draft. Yeah, one A,
0: one B. The top two teams might not need quarterbacks, but they are they are Gosh, legit. They are for real. Marvin Harrison Junior. He's got another year, but he is mm-hmm. legit. He is Man, for real. Is good. Um, Tennessee oh, smoked Clemson. Joe Mill. Uh, talk about smoke. LSU over Purdue. Like Purdue, you want to show up. Like I don't get it. Nick Saban had a great thing about opt outs. Like your value as a football player is playing football. Bryce Young, Will Anderson, and Alabama had a third guy, his name is escaping me, who could have opted out. They're going to be first-round draft picks. Could have opted out, didn't, played for their team and won. Like, the guys that opt out, you are not in it for your team. And that, to me, as an NFL GM, sends a message that I'm getting a guy who only cares about himself. Because, like Saban said, the stuff for the combine has nothing to do with football. And you can prepare for that as soon as you're done. Like, don't go back to school in the semester and you've got six weeks to prepare. I, I just, I don't get it. It blows my mind. Kudos to Sabin for calling it like it is because mm-hmm. if you're on a team, you should be playing. And you should somehow be demoted by the NFL and your draft status or something. I don't know. You would never be able to do that. But, like, it just, it's gross. It's gross that people step away from their team in the ultimate team game. You know, the ultimate game of Warriors as we saw in the Bills Bengals game, um, I just, it, that blows my yeah, mind. Yeah, that,
1: that rubs me the wrong way. It always has. Um, ridiculous. Yeah. Tennessee, smoke Clemson. Clemson, bad in that game. Really bad. Really bad. Mississippi State, won for the Pirate. That was awesome. All time backdoor cover. Yeah,
0: back to, with the with the seventy five lateral scoop six, and then Illinois like they get mad and like like they throw punches at the end of the game because they're mad that they scored the touchdown. Come on, dude! Like really? I get it. You're frustrated that you lost, but like you're gonna be butthurt hurt because you fumbled and they scooped it and they ran it back for a touchdown. Unless you had money on the game. I mean, what? Why else would you be butthurt? Good for them for for one and one for the pirate. Pirate from Heaven. Yeah, that was really
1: good. Maryland, another Big Ten bowl win, good for them. Notre Dame, South Carolina, great game. Mm-hmm. Pitt, UCLA, uh, UCLA, UCLA cost me.
0: Yeah, cost me. UCLA lost very much the same way USC lost. Yeah, and it was by an a LA point. thing. New, yeah. big teams new Big Ten, new Big Ten teams, teams. <laughs> Join the Big Ten. You lost in, in its a big punching fashion. I mean, like the, here's the thing: is the better Big Ten teams fared the most crappy? Michigan, Ohio State. Iowa, um uh, Purdue, Illinois, not so much they faltered a little bit down the stretch, but like the only like upper echelon Big Ten team that showed up was Penn State. yeah and they probably got a little help because rising got hurt for Utah yeah um, but yeah, crazy, crazy crazy, crazy stuff. And now next week we got the CFP finale. Uh, is that SoFi?
1: Crazy. I want to talk a little bit more about the Michigan game. Yeah, no, no go, go, go. Um, you can all stop. We said, you know, JJ McCarthy, um, you know, yeah, he's got, he can run two pick sixes on horrible decisions. Um, he's not that good, guys. I mean, yeah, he's athletic, but is he as good as a Caleb Williams? Is he as good as a Max Duggan? Is he, no, no. He's above average. He's a more mobile Cade McNamara, but Cade McNamara doesn't make those mistakes. He doesn't take the chances. He doesn't. He he doesn't lose you that game. He doesn't win you it probably. But Cade McNamara doesn't lose you that game. JJ could have quite possibly lost the game because of the stupid mistakes that he made in that mm-hmm. game. Um, you know, Michigan's receivers did okay. I thought running game. I TCU stifled them. I mean, they're they're they are fast defense. Uh, Winters is that his name? The linebacker, Dean
0: Winters. Yeah, he was a, dude, a he was a wide receiver team. recruit. He had like all three over. or four tackles for loss. at pick six. That dude was a stud.
1: Yeah, all over. Then they had some. We heard all about storm.
0: how oh they run a three three five. They can't keep and up. JJ said yes. Yeah, smash we're, we're mouth, smash, we're smash mouth.
1: All talk, man. Harbaugh did
0: the same. Telling you, I told you beforehand that they were going to miss quorum. You were surprised that I picked T- TCU to win, but. Corum was what made that running game, not Donovan Edwards. Donovan Edwards is the lightning to Corum's thunder. He's yes, a nice but, player, but but he's a he's a home run back. He's a pass catching back. He is not a between the tackles back. He's just not. And their their other guy was a, a linebacker earlier in, the, in the year. So, um, it, uh, uh, Michigan, I'm sorry, your line's really the, good. Michigan, the, the, but the Big Ten was overrated. It was. So like basketball. You know, the same I mean. Thing. Michigan and Ohio State both bullied on Penn State. Michigan bullied in the second half on Ohio State to pull the difference. The Big Ten West is not even in the same stratosphere as the East. And it was those three teams, and that was it in the East. So I'm sorry the Big Ten is just as good as it is and got two teams in great is not as good as the SEC. They're not. Are Could they, you know, with recruiting Michigan, even Michigan State – Penn State with recruiting, Wisconsin now with a new coach and maybe different recruiting philosophies, sure. Nebraska, maybe. Will they get back? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know, USC, UCLA joining the Big Ten, sure. Um, but here's the thing is the lower-level SEC teams were sucking hind tit in the bowls, not the top-level ones, not the top-level ones. Yeah. And there's a very good chance that Georgia will make it back-to-back for the first time, I think, in the CFP era. I don't buy favored by 13.5 to 14.5 points, depending on where you look. I already put, not the house, but I put a cover, little bit of cover, money on TCU to cover. I mean, I think that TCU is, is pretty dynamic and can play defense better than Ohio State, better than Michigan could have. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be a really good game. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think TCU is going to win, but I think they'll cover no, that two touchdowns. I, I spread. Agree
1: completely agree. Just to finish up on the Michigan thing, Duggan's a baller. I said that before. He is, um, wow. Here's a guy who
0: played, came back from heart surgery and played. Lost yeah, his starting job this middle. year. He
1: didn't start the year. It's yeah. ridiculous, and it. he's he's really good. He's a, he's a tank. Um, who, who's the the running back that got hurt and was really good? Then that Mercato, Mercado.
0: I thought yeah, Michigan's they're... defense was the second coming. Well, Mozzie had to check his... Weapon, well, he, he was too busy you know, trying to get He couldn't bring his, he his, couldn't bring his his, license, bring his, you know? his concealed and his maze pants on the field, and yeah, you know exactly. he couldn't threaten anybody with it. two sixty three on the
1: ground from freaking TCU—that's ridiculous.
0: And Dogan didn't have a very good game. Like he yeah, had two I mean, picks, he had a pick six. He—he yeah, was—he's less about, than fifty you percent, know, about fifty percent or less passing. You know, he would tell you he played pretty poor. Johnston is. The real deal for Quinn <laughs> Johnston, yeah, he's fantastic. That guy, can, that guy can play. But I'm looking forward to it. I I think it's going to be a sneaky let's, let's, good game.
1: Let's uh let's do a, a pick for. It. I agree. I I the other day I'm like yeah Georgia's but no. I I have changed my my mind. I think Georgia's still going to win it, but it's going to be close. I think that it's going to be a really good game. Thirty to twenty seven Georgia. I think that TCU is going to play really well and just come up a little bit short. I think the magic runs out. But I think I mean they're going to have nothing to nothing to feel so... Oh, I, I smashed
0: mean. the spread for TCU 13 and a half on the spread that I got and the over-under was 62 and a half. There's no way. this. I mean, I'm thinking it's going to be more like 40 to 37 or, hope, no, be or cool. 40 to 35 or something like that. I, I think it's going to be a one-possession game. I do think Georgia's going to score, and I don't think it's going to be a matter of TCU coming back. I think it's going to be um, you know, TCU might not have a shot at the end, a la Ohio State against Georgia, but um, I, I think it's it's going to be a game and it's going to be an entertaining one to end the season.
1: Yeah, I could totally see that. Um, so you're saying Georgia? Yeah, I got Georgia. Okay, cool. Um, awesome. So I guess, do you have anything else, called football-wise? Maybe we can talk about horror blow and the scramble. Um, since the-
0: yeah, we can talk about it. And then next week we can kind of, you know, after the fact, we can take a look back at, you know, how our overall prognostications went. You know, we'll talk about the you know the championship game and all that kind of stuff next week, and yep. and we'll see if we get any more movement on Harblow, um, which we can talk about the scramble a little Good bit. So. Me,
1: uh, all right. We'll move to second, uh, second down here. College hoops. Um, it's been busy uh, since last week. Uh, non conference play finished up. Uh, We're
0: down to, and I don't know if they're gonna if they're winning tonight or not. But New Mexico is the last undefeated team. Yeah. Rutgers, Rutgers again. almost a year to the date, took out Purdue yeah, again with a great numbers. shot at the end. Um, this time on the road at Mackey. That place sounded raucous. It was great. It was a fantastic college basketball game. I mean, yeah, it was. loved watching it. Glad I didn't have a horse in the game because I would have had a heart attack either way. But loved the pluckiness of Rutgers. Like They are well coached. The guy that made that shot transferred from Loyola, Baltimore, Loyola, Maryland, where mom, a.k.a. my wife Kristen, went, um, where they had been to like one NCAA tournament ever. And that dude just did this Matt McQuaid side saddle buried it to win that game. And then they played great defense at the end. And, you know, Ryan, you pointed it out, and I think they pointed it out a little bit in the studio at BTN. Purdue's a really nice team, but they have a freshman backcourt. And if you take Edie away and you neutralize Edie a little bit, if those other guys aren't beating you, they're beatable. Like, everybody in the Big Ten is beatable. Iowa is 0-3. Um, Penn State is 2-1 with a big win on the road, and their only loss in the Big Ten is Michigan State. Michigan State's 2-1 and 1 after blowing out Nebraska tonight. Michigan manhandled Maryland after losing to Central Michigan and stout, spouting That's off and, and you know, Dick Hedson on his podcast referring, or or a guest referring to Izzo as a Hitler or whatever. Like, dude, shut up and take care of your own. Okay, you did against Maryland. Sometimes you have games like that where it's just a tankola tank like, type one game. One game a year like that um, at home
1: where they just can't miss. You know,
0: but like it's heating up. Wisconsin at the last, we have They were losing. To the LSU, I mean, Wisconsin was losing to uh, Minnesota, who we've said is probably the worst team. Um, Nebraska is probably fighting them right there for it. Northwestern is, I think, two and one, one and two. They lost to Ohio State pretty good last night, but um, UConn lost this week to Xavier over the weekend. Um, you know that seventy five, seventy six Indiana team can crack the champagne because there ain't no way New Mexico's <laughs> winning the whole thing. Um, so we're going to go another year without an undefeated team, which is what makes college basketball so crazy and so good. Yeah, it's Um, it's been phenomenal. A couple things from me from the Michigan State game tonight. Michigan State's largest halftime Big Ten lead since 2017. That was pretty surprising. They were up 22 at the half. Um, And tonight closed out five straight opponents, held under 70 points for the first time since 2018-19, which is pretty remarkable too because Michigan State's a pretty good defensive team. Shared the heck out of the basketball tonight. They were really crisp. They got out of double teams. Pretty much without fail. Kohler struggles with that still a little bit. um, And they they got the ball moving side to side, and they just had open look after open look after open look. It's nice to see Tyson Walker get his edge back. He'd been getting a lot of good looks, hadn't been making them. He was hot early. Finished the game, I think, with 22. Hogarth had 10 assists. Hauser had another quiet 10 points, 10 rebounds. Sissoko had 10 rebounds. Kohler had 10 points. Um, Akins didn't shoot particularly well, but he made some nice plays, you know, Guys like Holloman continue to play good defense. Hall was a little bit more off than he was in the in the first game back, but, you know, he does little things for Michigan State. So, um, yeah, it's kind of fun to see them starting to come together. Hopefully they can stay healthy for sure. I would just run. I was talking with Chris Ryan on text. I would just run Cooper and Whitens and Kohler and just nut punch um, Dickinson like 15 times in that game right out of the gate and just follow those guys out. Who cares? Yeah. Like, and get under Howard's skin. I mean, that's that's all it's going to take. So his is going to be back. They're going to be frothy for that one. I just hope sure. something,
1: doesn't, something with fans doesn't escalate something. I'm kind of nervous about that um, because of the football ordeal and the bad blood um, between Michigan State and Michigan just in general. Um,
0: yeah, I hope not. I don't necessarily see anything like that, but I mean, I, I guess you who's you know who's the best? Con- There'll be extra security there, that's for sure.
1: Who's the best conference in basketball? Big Twelve. It's unbelievable. Yeah, the Big Twelve is. The, every team is in like the top eighty in Kenpom. Yeah,
0: yeah they're good. I mean, there there are a lot of lot of good teams in the Big Twelve. Just kind of like so good. TCU first Big Twelve team in the in the college football playoff championship too. So. Yeah, I mean the 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 Big East is good, maybe the not East super deep. Really, I mean, Marquette's but they're, they're good. Really good teams in the Big East. The SEC's got some good teams. We're watching Kentucky's starting to pull away a little bit on LSU. LSU's twelve and one. Yeah, they haven't played. The only is, good team they've Arkansas. but, um, still but SEC's good. The big the Big Ten might not have like a purely dominant team, but I think they've got a lot of depth. The question is, is, is that going to hurt them come tournament? Yeah, because that's yeah, been well, that's been kind of the mo lately. Um, you know, I, yeah, there's just, I I can't wait. Like every night there's just good basketball on right now. Like I want to start watching, you know, be a late comer to the party and start watching Yellowstone or sit down with Kristen and be the, you know, a good, good husband and watch chick show, Emily in Paris, you know, season three with her or whatever. I want to rewatch some shows on Netflix, but there's no time to do it now because there's just so much good basketball. Too much good basketball. It's fantastic. And, um, the big 10 is going to just keep getting more and more real. Like you, what'd you say yesterday, Ryan? I mean, you, we, I said, I thought 14 and six would win the big 10. I think 13, 12, 12, and eight. Yeah, might win 13 and mean,
1: seven. I think's outright.
0: It's going to be a pileup and the big 10 tournament's going to be a free for all. I mean, it's going to be who so gets hot, you know, even Wisconsin, like who's losing tonight, but Wisconsin's a decent team. Ohio state is a good team. Penn state is really pretty good. Um, they haven't lost since they lost to Michigan state. Uh, you know, I mean, Northwestern's only lost three games. Like, okay, they haven't played much, but still, they beat Michigan State at Michigan State. You know, I mean, like any, they say in NFL, any given Sunday, it's like any given day that ends in day, there could be a Big Ten upset in basketball. And I love it. Love it. Pac-12, not so deep. Pac-12 stinks. SEC not is so great. decent. But, ACC stinks. Yeah, ACC is definitely not what it used to be. Duke, North Carolina, eh. Yep. Um, but North Carolina was kind of eh at this time last year, and then they came on gangbusters, obviously, and almost won the national championship. So yeah, uh, our Big Ten starting
1: five, um, just including I'm, tonight. Yeah, I, the Walker game. I I'm smoking you, but I've played two more, but I'm up by almost 200 points. Oh, because I have Ed Murray and Pickett, and they will stuff the that three extension. of them are like double,
0: double, triple, double machines. Yeah, and I've got Wall going tonight, and you have. I had Walker at 22 points and he had, you know, some other low level stats, a couple yeah, steals, assists,
1: whatever, but. Yeah. I got nothing else on hoops.
0: All right. And Before we move to third down, a quick word from our presenting sponsor, Team Anders Realty will help you find the home that best fits your needs and makes the process simple and fun along the way. The Anders have served thousands of clients over 30 plus years in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area and are here to serve you today. Learn more at teamanders.com. All right, last week we threw in a a hold down to the NFL, and I think we got to do a hold down again to the NFL. You know, we've talked about uh, obviously Hamlin, and we can talk a little bit more about that if you want, but like we've got major playoff implications this weekend. There are still three teams vying for one spot in the NFC. There are three or four teams vying for one spot, plus a lot of jockeying of position, and even jockeying of position in the NFC too, but jockeying of position in the AFC. What is the NFL going to do with that that game last night that got postponed? I see a tie. Um, maybe. Yeah, tie, and what is that? How does that impact things? Um, a no contest, and uh, you know, I don't that might be different than a tie, than the Chiefs, maybe on winning percentage, get the number one seed. I mean, there's a lot of craziness going on. I don't know if you have the like the scenarios out there, I know in the NFC it comes. Yeah, down the lion.
1: So yeah, the the NFC is booked. We've got aside from one spot, Eagles are are in as the one right now. Uh, yeah. Then San Francisco's a two, uh, Vikings three, Tampa four, Dallas five, New York six. They clinch, so they're going to be the six for sure. Dallas five um, could move
0: up into the Dallas is four I move thought. move up um, oh no they're five because there's four divisions. correct
1: um, and then the yeah last- Dallas
0: could flip with the Eagles
1: yeah um, then Seattle's in right now technically so if they win um, and the Packers um, win I'm sorry so the Seahawks if they win the Lions have to win then they get in. If the Seahawks lose and the Lions win, the Lions are in. And if Green Bay wins... No matter what happens, if Green Green Bay wins, wins, they're they're in. in, No matter what. They win, they're in. So if Green Bay wins, they're
0: in. If, If Detroit wins, they're in if Seattle loses. If Seattle wins, they're in if Detroit wins. Correct. And then... One, two, three spots are still up for grabs because if the Eagles lose and they play the Giants, correct? Um, San Fran, they could the, move down. San Fran, San Fran can move up. Yep, they play the the, the Vikings as much of an egg as they laid against Green Bay. Poor Cousins is taking a beating. It wasn't completely his fault by any stretch, although he did not play a great game. But they, like, they could still get the number one seed, or they could fall down as far as I think the three is the worst they can do. The Cowboys could. Flip and win the division, and flip the Eagles out of there. So there's still some some craziness, not necessarily for spots available, but for for seeding.
1: it could be ridiculous. And then the AFC, the AFC, is, AFC, you know, Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincy could all technically be the one seed. Yep. Um, yep. Jacksonville, if they win, they're in um, over the Titans. Yeah, that's a de facto that's playoff awesome. game. Um, Saturday awesome night. Chargers are already in. They're going to be the five most likely. Baltimore they're in um, not playing well though with Lamar. and the steelers the jets the, the, the patriots, patriots are in right and now the dolphins. i think i think this is the steelers scenario they need the patriots to lose to the bills and then the jets to beat the dolphins and then they get in
0: and, and even if they don't get in if they can get the nine and eight it'll be a it'll be 16 every years year in a row with at least a five every year record time,
1: that coach on. Kenny pickett he, he's gonna be really good I think they're a couple pieces that was a great game they are Sunday. I think they're a couple pieces away from being a legitimate team. Yeah, they've got Their a great O-line's defense. Terrible.
0: They, they, yeah, they to They need to invest in that O line, but they've got a great defense and they've got Nassie weapons Harris for sure. Is really good. Pickens is really good. Muth's really good. Yeah, yeah, they've got a they've got a makings of a nice team there. So, you know, the Dolphins have fallen, you know, the off. Dolphins have fallen yeah. off. They still could get in the Patriots by the Bills. What's the psyche of the Bills? Are they going to rally and play yeah, for Hamlin? I mean, there's a lot of things to be seen there. Yeah, the Patriots, What's going to happen yeah. with? I just it it's. <laughs> Chiefs kind of struggle with the Broncos. Did they send it in thinking that they didn't have a shot at the one seed? I don't I don't know. Or did the Broncos just like giving up a – were they celebrating and they actually scored points because their coach got fired last week? You know, captains weighing in from upstairs a lot today. I'm sure you can hear them directly above us. Um, yeah, so it, it's going to be super interesting to see all those games. And I love how they leave the TV positions open. So like the Lions and in in Green Bay, first time all year the Lions aren't in the, the 1 o'clock game. Playing at night uh, on Sunday night in a, in a basically a de facto playoff game as well. Um, they'll know by then what the Seahawks have done. Um, will that have an impact on how they play or will they fight to keep the Packers out? I, would I think, think the I think Lions, the Lions fight will fight because they, they want to finish above 500 as well. And they want
1: to beat the freaking Packers. Yeah.
0: So a lot of crazy stuff in the NFL. Um,
1: I'm calling it right now. I think that the Rams are going to beat the Seahawks. I just had this weird feeling. You didn't
0: think so last week, but I think think it's going to
1: happen. I think I I think it's going to happen, and the Lions are going to lose a close game to Green Bay. I think that's what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, hey, the Lions played them themselves into the spot, right? Like as a Lions fan, you can't complain. They have done a lot of great things to get themselves a chance, right? They started one and six, and they have a chance. It comes down to the last game. That's all you can ask for as a Lions fan because they've been so bad for so long. And regardless of what happens Sunday night, it gives them hope for the it's a, future. It's a
1: meaningful game. You don't want you know you don't want, you know,
0: you, don't want uh, you know those lessons learned type of losses or whatever. Or the oh, look, but look at the turnaround. No, you want to win, but. Um, it's it bodes well for the future for them. Um, how, you know, everybody wants to rave about Hutchinson, and, and you know he's had a nice season. He's had James some Houston, some man. statistical things, but Houston, like he has as many sacks in half the games, right? He's not even half the games. <laughs> dude's phenomenal. Less than half the games. Um, he's so fast. And just uh, yeah, I mean the Lions. The Lions are a couple players away too they're from a couple, from being a, a really good they're team. they are a
1: couple. Good linebackers in another Cause, corner cause away the, from being legit. The
0: Packers are on the cusp of falling down. The Bears just are stuck in, you know, whatever. I don't think
1: the Vikings. The are
0: Vikings. Vikings are the Vikings are there and they're good, but they're they've their point differential is ridiculous. They're twelve and four and they've been scored on more than they've scored, which is why nobody wants to give them a chance in the playoffs. Which is why I think maybe they can kind of rally around that and, and win. But yeah. NFL is going to be crazy this weekend. Yeah, It'll be a great lead in I, the college football I, is, playoff.
1: You know, I've, I've always liked the NFL, but, like, this year, like, I love it. Like, this, I, I love the NFL. Like, everything matters. Like, every week this year I've been, like, super into it. It's great. It um, should be fun um, this week and then in the playoffs as well. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let's get to the scramble. Um just kind of go out a few things. Back to things. golf picks,
0: right? You want to do yeah, that first?
1: Yeah, we can do that. We're back to the uh, Century Tournament of Champions at uh, Kapalua Plantation Course. Last year, Cam Smith uh, amazing the course. record. Amazing
0: course. One of the fun Went ones crazy. to watch, too. Yeah, it's a fun tournament. because
1: Elevation changes on that course are the pretty views. phenomenal. The views. Um, it's everyone that won last year on tour. Um, it's going to be a fun tournament. Um, it always is. Um, looking forward to watching it. Um, and this is the Hawaii swing, and then we do Cali and then Arizona, and then we get back into the go to Florida down south, and then you get to the Masters. Like, this is the next four months of, getting real really. The next six months, six, seven months of golf is really, really good. Um, and we're, we're fired up for it, we're here for it, and uh, yeah, I think it's a 39 man field. Um, I'm just gonna come out with my two guys. Justin Thomas, I think he he played well there. I think he has the, tied the course record last year, said so sixty one. Tom Kim just signed with Nike um, for his apparel.
0: Thomas the Tank Engine. Yep,
1: that dude's a beast. He's hard two to, years younger than me.
0: Hard to argue with those picks. I'm going to go a little bit more sleeperish, and partially because I put a little bit of coinage on these guys. But go with Billy Horschel, Billy Ho baby, and my boy that I picked probably most frequently last famous. year, Mackenzie Hughes. Oh really? Yep. Somebody's going to have a breakthrough there. It's too easy. I mean, I love JT. I love ROM. You know, it's too easy to pick one of those guys, I think. But your picks are good, too. So yeah. we'll get off and running and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm
1: looking forward to it.
0: Um, then
1: we got Sony the next week. Um, then the Amex. It's going to be good. Um, what else we got in
0: spring? And I'm planning my golf trip with Dave and Chris. You know, zeroing in on Vegas in March. So if anybody's got any good ideas, any good courses we should play, let us know. There's a bunch of them. NBA, um, Donovan Mitchell,
1: 71, 71 points last night. That's pretty... Freak.
0: Almost a 71-point triple-double. That's from,
1: yeah, 11 re- or eleven assists, I think, 8 rebounds. Wow. I mean, that's hard to do. And he accounted for, what's that, 92 points? 93 points? Yeah,
0: at least. I mean, assuming the assists are all 2 points. That's... It's 93. But a couple of them are probably 3, so probably accounting for about 100 points in that game. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty that's, unstoppable. That's pretty
1: awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't really pay that much attention to the NBA, honestly. Just saw that. I thought that was interesting. And Luca, uh, he's been really good all year. Um, so is Jokic, the Joker, the Joker. Yeah, the outdoor
0: series continues in the NHL. I'd just like to mention that that was a Mark Hollis brainchild when Michigan State played Michigan in the Cold War at Spartan Stadium, yep. a game that I was at, and it's been kind of a mainstay in the NHL ever since. I want to say in January, Michigan and Ohio State are playing outside in, in Cleveland, um, if I remember hearing Tyler correctly, and next year I saw that they're going to do that NHL Classic Outdoor Classic in Seattle, which they could have done this year at Christmas time without even putting down any ice with the ice storm that they had. But yep. um, Red Wings, their traditional Christmas or New Year's Eve game, they won that. Um, they got some injured guys back. I, I read or I saw lately, so uh, they were a little bit on a on a, sh- a slide there and. November, December, late November, early December. So hopefully they can kind of pick it back up and make the playoffs because there's nothing like watching the Red Wings in the playoffs in hockey. That's yeah.
1: For sure. I I completely agree. Um,
0: yeah. What else? Um, we can talk about Harbaugh a little bit.
1: Um, apparently, um, according to sources, John U. Bacon said it also. So and he's a Michigan homer. He said that he heard the same thing. Um, that if Harbaugh gets over NBA or an NFL job, that he's gonna bolt. Um, he's talked had, to the Panthers had, already hit more than one foot out the door last year and didn't get the job and came back you um, know he said earlier weird. about a month ago oh I'm not going anywhere you're right dude he wants to get back into the pros it's obvious um, he's an egotistical jackass his
0: recruiting has been a little off lately I mean the fact that they didn't have anybody better than a, a former linebacker as a third string running back tells you that he's not recruiting as well as he used to be recruiting um, no. and the question is then where do they go? Like there's pipe dream, you know, they'll like back in the day, it would have been Gruden or whatever. Like who's that name this year? I, I don't know. Sean Payton, like,
1: yeah, right. No, exactly. So it'll be
0: interesting to see which direction they go because, you know, Michigan's got talent certainly in the cupboard. They're going to be coming back, but, um, I hope he goes. I'm just so tired of his shtick. The way that he, he is bullied, the way that Payton he bullied is. Michigan state and, and stuff with the whole tunnel gate, which was their fault to begin with, doesn't happen if they just keep their house in order. Um, The way he let a a felon who, okay, pled down to a misdemeanor, whatever, play on his team with nary a word. The way he behaved towards Michigan State, like, get out. You're an ass clown, Harbaugh. I'm tired of your shtick. tired of looking at you. I'm tired of watching you. I'm tired of your weirdness. Like, I'm tired of the cockiness of your players, like your quarterback. Just get out of my face. Get out of my face.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't don't really have anything else, honestly. Do you?
0: No, not that I can think of. I mean, you know, we'll we'll get into the new year. Obviously, college football is going to go bye bye. We got a lot of, we got about another solid five, six weeks of NFL left. Basketball is going to be king here for the next three months. Uh, Golf's picking back up. So, you got any topics you want us to talk about? Any guests you want us to try to snare? Legitimate guys that we can actually get? I mean, there's a lot of people we'd like to talk to, but. let us know. I might have to work the phones and see if we can get Kurt Warner at some point That'd in be time. Kind of sick. Work the old relationship. That would be kind of fun to have him on the podcast just That'd to, cool. to chit chat. I know it's, you know, cross party lines with the NFL stuff, but maybe we can just talk to him about what it was like to have his kids watch his kids play. Cade, you know, yeah, transfer for Nebraska um, and played for Kansas State this year, at re- receiver, and EJ started at quarterback for Temple as a freshman. So, but let us know if you got any topics, or you know, we'll get back them we can get back into Mount Rushmore's. we can get back in, into, um, you know, top ten lists or brackets and all that kind of stuff. We got to leave a little bit of fodder for summer, otherwise we're going to start r- rinse and repeat our content. Yeah, you all don't the want time. to hear that. We don't want to do that. So um, then, hey, if podcasts go a little bit shorter, they go a little bit shorter. But yeah, that's all right. Um,
1: all right, we'll do the sprint. Uh, you ready? Yep. Let's go. All right. What's the best? Uh, or I guess. The best or what golf tournament you
0: most look forward to pre-masters? Pre-masters. Good question. You know, there's a lot. There's sneaky, a lot of good ones. I definitely like the waste management. That one's um, very fun. You know, the course is gettable, so it's kind of fun. I like the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Um, you know, Bay Hill is kind of sneaky good. Uh, the Buick, is it the Buick still? That's at Tory.
1: That's, that's the Farmers The now. Farmers
0: now. That's a good one. I mean, Cap- it's hard to beat Kapalua just because I've been there, I've played there, and it's so beautiful. So I'm going to call it a tie between the Waste Management and Kapalua. I'd say the
1: Players are Waste Management for me. Yeah,
0: Players is a fun one too.
1: Yeah, it's just – that's a fun one. be interesting
0: course. this year without Cam Smith in it. Yeah. Sure.
1: Um, all right. We didn't talk about this at all in the scramble, which I just remember looking at this question. There's talks – about them expanding the NCAA tournament to ninety teams again. They're voting. They were on
0: talking it. about no. Yep. A Hard no. If you do well, that, you, you think gonna... they will actually do it? No. I. I think they're going to do it because no. they're jackasses. In I don't think they will because I think smarter, cooler heads will prevail. It is going to. It'll water it down. It'll. It, all that does is it doesn't mean more. You know, David's getting in to play the Goliaths. It means more average Goliath. Stupid team. It means more like, I'm sorry, but Northwesterns this year who may have a winning record, but are hind tit in the Big Ten getting in the tournament. What good does that do? There's no excitement there. There's not. The excitement is in... The stretch to 68 I could live with. Um, don't go beyond that. Just don't. The playing games have gotten good. They've gotten that figured out. They really do a nice job with bracketology and like last four in and let next four in and next four out and all that kind of stuff. Not with 90. I mean, at that point, why don't you just let everybody play? Why don't you make college football playoffs, you know, 32 teams too instead of 12? Like, I, no. It's stupid. It's it's dumb. It's stupid. Don't do it. I, I, I hope agree. they don't do or it. They better not, but I
1: feel like they might because they're all money chasers. All right. Who's the next NFL
0: coach to get sent packing? <sighs> boy. So, we already lost... We've lost uh, Reich. Well, we lost rule technically. We lost Reich. Like, we lost rule.
1: We've open. lost Hackett. I don't know.
0: Does Washington look at Axing Rivera? I I've mean, heard he that. seemed to like not even know that his team had to win that game to stay in the playoff hunt. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. He corrected that later, but uh, I mean, I've heard that. Who? I mean. Houston's been through a few coaches lately and they're just they just need some players so I don't necessarily think they're you know San Diego's coach or San Diego LA Chargers coach was supposedly on the hot seat before I he's not anymore he's in the playoffs McDaniel's uh, I don't know but he made a move by benching Derek Carr and Stidham. they actually almost beat. Stidham did well. You know, they actually almost beat the 49ers. I don't think they're going to get rid of him after one year, although the Raiders are the Raiders and you never know. They're really, they're got, I, they're owner Yeah, of I don't goal. know. I, yeah. I don't really, I mean, nobody completely stands out to me. Kingsbury a, for me. I mean, oh, yeah, good call. He's toast. Good call. Yeah, he's, I think
1: he's, he's, he's toast. I've heard McDaniels could be toast. I've, I, I still have heard that the Chargers do not want Brandon Staley around anymore.
0: Which is crazy, because that's a, good, a good team. Coach. He's a I mean, good coach. Shit.
1: The Lions get Rivera and Glenn, they can have him as their defensive coordinator. I'd be fine with it. Right.
0: Um, I would not
1: be surprised to see a Pete Carroll retire, maybe. He's
0: old. Well, it depends. You know, if they get into the Rogers sweepstakes, if Rodgers really does, you know, if they'll say the same. let's say Detroit beats him and they don't get in the playoffs. I've heard does Todd Bowles
1: name as well, the coach of the... Uh, Buccaneers. How much is that
0: just because they're old? I mean, yeah, okay, Brady I mean, is good, heard. but, like, he's 300 years old. Like, at some point yeah. in time, you need a young quarterback that can move.
1: Heard Rivera as well. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if I've heard anybody else. I think that's it. They said Stefanski for a little bit, but they're kind of played better since Deshaun has gotten back. Um, that's really it, honestly. I feel like everyone else is pretty safe. I mean, McVay could retire, I guess, but I don't know if he'll do that. Um I th- my my odds are on Kingsbury. I think he's next Monday. Yeah. Black Monday, he's gone. Yeah, I, I could see that. Their sure. their GM, I think their owner, their GM's on like on out for personal stuff. I think they and he's bad. They're gonna ax him too. I think just reset. Wouldn't be surprised if Sean Payton ends up. Um, all right, last one, fun one. Who has the best? Which
0: chain has the best pizza? Oh, which chain has the best pizza? Mm, that's a good question. Don't think we've ever done that one before. Nope. Man, for me, <laughs> i it's a toss-up to me between Papa John's and Jets. Yeah. Uh, Jets isn't really outside the Midwest, but um, oh, it, within around idea. here, we can't get Papa John's, but I would say it's a toss-up between the two.
1: I, I say think. Jets. I love Jets. Jets is great pizza. It's always been good. All right, that's 105. Plus, folks. we won the free pizzas once for you. Yeah. Two free pizzas per week. ridiculous. Well, wow, that's 105. Um, appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you have any ideas, um, we want you to shoot them our way um, so we're not repeating stuff and you want to hear interesting stuff, want to hear our takes on it. Um, we'd love to hear them, um, but we appreciate you guys listening. Pound that like button, whatever you're listening on. Um, leave a comment if you want. Tell us we're good. Tell us we suck, whatever. Um, we're just happy that we have some listeners and we love doing this. Um, yeah, happy 2023 to you all. Have fun watching football this weekend. Um, Natty next week, Monday. We'll probably be back on it next Tuesday. Um, probably around release around the same time because Michigan State plays at 7 next Tuesday as well. So, um, yeah, appreciate you guys listening.
0: And it's about sponsorship renewal time. And while I think the Anders will definitely re-up, if you're interested in a sponsorship, hit the big fella Please. up, text him, we Instagram, love love to Twitter, whatever. Um, we can always go with a couple, another sponsor as well. And, you know, we love our golf. So we're always up for a trade too. Meantime, while I usually end with a relatable quote or something funny from TV shows or whatever we watch or movies, instead, I'll leave you th- with this today. A prayer for Damar Hamlin. Lord, look upon Damar with eyes of mercy. May your healing hand rest upon him. May your life-giving powers flow into every cell of his body and into the depths of his soul, cleansing, purifying, restoring him to wholeness and strength for service in your kingdom. Amen.